This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. This is Pastor Callie Hargraves with Warrior Watch. We're so excited to have you here with us this morning and this afternoon with our program. I've got one of my favorite people in the whole world. Uh, she's actually one of the pastors here at Celebration of Life Church. Uh, Linda Walker and her husband James have just served us served us the body of Christ and Jesus in such a beautiful way and been such a blessing to our life and taught me so many truths in the word of God. So I have her as a guest today. We're going to be talking about pastoring from the middle, which is an amazing, amazing topic. And it's going to be such a help to the pastors and teachers and leaders that are listening today. Also want to encourage you, uh, before we get started to, um, Pray about, prayerfully pray about supporting BPN Radio. I believe God has raised this network up as one of the tools that God is using to draw this nation back to prayer. We're calling people across America and the world to take up the mantle of prayer. Um, the only way for us to walk in the power and the anointing that God has for us is for us to be prayer warriors. So I honor uh, Dale and Jean Gentry and what they're doing with this network. So we want to encourage you to support and be a part. We thank you. We're so thankful you're listening today. Um, I want to take just a minute and tell you a little bit about Miss Linda. Uh, Miss Linda Walker, I had the privilege of meeting her probably close to seven or eight years ago. And I was so profoundly touched by her spirit, her love for Jesus and her love for God's people. But she comes from a long line of Pentecostal preachers, pastors, amazing man and woman of God. Her grandparents founded two of the churches in the outlying Houston area, grew up in a traditional Pentecostal um, environment, but through her dedication to the Lord has just really grown and been such a vital part of what we're doing here at Celebration of Life and really across America. She's been in a lot of our Warrior Chicks events, spoken to the ladies, uh, men and women alike, um, has a real passion for Jesus and has an amazing passion for the church. So Miss Linda, can you just uh, kind of tell me how you even came up with the term pastoring from the middle? Uh well, first of all, Pastor Callie, I want to thank you for the honor to sit across this desk from you and to share with the people of God on this broadcast. Um, my husband and I, we've been married for 49 years, and the whole 49 years we have served in uh, capacity in, in the churches and love God's people. And uh, for all of my life, I can never remember not having a desire to love God's people and to awesome. serve God's people. And so I realized from an early age that uh, one of my callings was a pastor. But our Western culture, we always think of a pastor as being a senior pastor or the leader of a, a whole group of people. And, but for many, many years, we just served in different capacities. And then one day, um, I was crying out to God because I really felt like in my heart, and I feel like this relates to a lot of you listening, that in my heart, I felt like I had missed God because I was supposed to be a pastor because I knew my husband and I were called a pastor. 
And so I was just talking to the Lord about it and then just crying out to Jesus that I was sorry that I missed him because I knew he called us to be pastor. But we really didn't have a desire to have all the problems and all the responsibilities of a senior <laughs> pastor. We just enjoyed where we were. And um, So I said, but Lord, I'm sorry that I missed it that uh, you called us to pastor. And the Holy Spirit just uh, sweetly tapped me on the shoulder and said, you are pastoring, but you're pastoring from the middle. Wow. And so when he spoke that revelation to me, that term, pastoring from the middle, it totally set me free. And uh, we've been able to minister to a lot of people and cause them to be satisfied and fulfilled in their calling as pastor through pastoring from the middle. So I thank God for that revelation understanding. And I pray before this broadcast is over that you also will receive that understanding so you realize that you are called to pastor from the middle, which established in the kingdom and of God in the hearts of God's people. You know what I found, Miss Linda, and it's amazing. A lot of times we get a preconceived idea because of what we've seen maybe in our past. Of We may feel called to a certain ministry or a certain mindset. or God. We know God's calling us to do a certain thing. Right. And we only have a reference point of what we've seen. So we think that we're supposed to duplicate what we've seen. And sometimes that is the case. But many times I found, especially in the last few years of serving God, that he speaks things to me and I must broaden my, uh, I always ask questions now. Instead of just running in my younger years, I would run headlong and do what I thought he was telling me. I've learned in the last few years to stop and to ask questions because many times he wants me to do it, but he wants me to do it in an out-of-the-box way or something I haven't thought about. And I love this term and I love this revelation because we're all called to do the work of God. Whether you're in five-fold ministry or not, you're called to do the work of God. And it may not always look like it, we tr- like it traditionally does. So tell me, what does it mean to pastor from the middle? Explain that concept. Well, we must, must realize, first of all, that pastoring from the middle greases the wheel on the wagon of the kingdom of God and causes the kingdom of God to roll ever forward. Wow. There is much responsibility and accountability to pastoring from the middle, because and it's not for the faint of heart of those that have a hidden agenda, but it's to serve, it's to honor, it's to bring blessing and building. Uh, what it means to serve from, uh, be a pastor from the middle, is not to uh, is not about me, it's not about you, but it's about the kingdom of God wow. and serving our senior pastors, and uh, so what. Uh, Pastoring from the middle means there, there, are, there are many, many areas of ministering that must be done in order for the church to be successful and show the world what Jesus looks like. All, all people are called and gifted, but someone must lead, must lead in every area. And that area gives clear, clear direction how to accomplish the vision from the Lord given to the senior pastors for certain geographical locations. The leader over any area is really the hands and mouth feet, and heart of the pastor of the house. We are really the senior pastors, hands and feet and mouth and heart of the house because we're the ones that touch the people from the middle over our different areas. So we are the pastor from the middle, helps equip the people to establish the kingdom of God in the hearts of, of individuals of what the pastor from uh, senior pastor of the house has. So that's what we do, pastoring from the middle and where, which area that you're called for is that you reproduce the vision of the house. And your, your ministry is to honor, to bring honor, serving, blessing, and building 
continually for the, for, as a pastor from the middle in that particular area of leadership. So it, to, that this is so beautiful. So basically what you're saying is, is a pastor will set direction. Yes. And it's kind of like the whole concept when, when, when Moses was trying to figure out how to lead the children of Israel. And he was frustrated because he had all these people and there wasn't enough of him to go around. And the Lord basically gave him the same concept. He said, you need to pick leaders, leaders over 50, leaders over 100, according to their ability. Right. And, and you got to disperse some of this responsibility. You speak the vision, but they carry it out because you're only one person. And really this principle works, whether you're building a business, you're building a church. It's one of God's principles for building is to put people under you with the same passion, the same heart. And then we, as the people under the leader or the visionary who is ultimately under Jesus, we serve that vision and we, we carry that out. And um, that's, that's a very important piece of the puzzle for God's people. And I believe Jesus watches very closely how we handle that responsibility. Absolutely. Well, what really so uh, blessed me and, and changed my life uh, with that term, pastoring from the middle, because the word pastor had, had was rung in, in our hearts and our minds for years. But whenever we said pastoring from the middle, then I realized that our, our ministry, our calling was to pastor, but it was to pastor to undergird the senior pastor and the vision of the geographical area that God had called them to. Right. So therefore, uh, with, with bringing, pastoring from the middle, you bring unity to the church, to right. your each individual groups. And you know, like, I'm just going to make it practical for some of those here. And of course, if you're a pastor, you understand these concepts uh, if you're part of the church, this might help you in just um, in recognizing how you can be a better support. But let's just say you're you're over the worship team. You know, you've been assigned from a pastor to manage the worship team. You're the lead worshiper. You're the lead. You're the lead person. One of your one of your responsibilities is not just the acquiring of the music. But it's to help pastor on a level, and I love what Miss Linda has taught our leaders, is that, you know, you bring the, the 911 things to us, but you can handle the A and B problems. And you can literally pastor and encourage and instruct. You've been taught. Now, if it gets to a, a, you know, a C or a D problem, we may have to refer up. But part of pastoring from the middle is literally pastoring. Absolutely. And that is encouraging God's people loving God's people, sending them to the word, teaching them principles of prayer and consecration, and then handling conflict and always being a voice of unity, Yes, you know, and teaching people. And, and that's pastoring from the middle. It's your gifts are so important, but our gifts are, is not what's going to align us for the purpose and will and plan of God. Yes. What's going to align us for the purpose, plan and will of God. And what's going to, align us to a place that God can promote us is our ability to bring unity yes. and to follow. And the, pur- the purpose of, one of the purposes of, like Pastor Kelly is saying, is to, to pastor from the middle is you have such a powerful influence and such a powerful place of responsibility and honor because um, you reproduce not only what the pastor has said, but you are in tune with them spiritually and that you reproduce their heart. 
And because people that you're over, everybody has an idea. Everybody comes from somewhere. Right. And but when you come when you come into your local house wherever it may be, ours happens to be we are blessed to be at Celebration of Life. But we've all come from somewhere. But somewhere is not what we're doing here. Yes. What we're doing here is what God has spoken to Pastor Tal and Cindy and Pastor Callie about. And so therefore you are such a an instrument to bring unity and honor uh, for the pastors and for what God is doing because God commands his blessings where there's unity. So we as pastoring from the middle, we try our best to reproduce the heart of the pastor. What is he saying? And so whenever we touch people and they speak to us, then we can t explain to them further what the heart of the pastor is, what the heart of the vision is, which causes blessings and causes us to build the kingdom of God and unity in our particular area. You know, one of the things I love that you said, the heart of the pastor or the heart of the leadership, that's really key. And even the heart of your boss, the heart, you know, people's methods, and sometimes they're even the best leaders cannot always choose the right method, can sometimes have the wrong plan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anybody that has the right plan all the time. I don't know anybody that hears right all the time. But if you know somebody's heart, then you can undergird in a way that brings unity and blessing, and we can always do a course correction, you know. But if you're, if, if you're in a leadership position and you're pastoring from the middle and you ever uh, do anything to bring disunity or speak any kind of negative against your leader, you're, you're really positioning yourself in a very dangerous position. And so, and you know, I, I spent many years pastoring from the middle before I ever pastored. And I still pastor from the middle somewhat because Todd, Pastor Todd and Cindy are the senior pastors. I still basically pastor from the middle, if you look at it the way we, we all look at it. Um, but I spent many years pastoring from the middle and many years helping other pastors start churches and do the work of God. And uh, I can say this very honestly, no matter how close you are to the pastor, you never know till you've done it, the responsibility, Absolutely. and you never know how difficult it can be unless you've actually done the position. I have a friend who, uh, you know, th they had worked in churches and just like all of us, pastored from the middle, done all types of and they started a church, and she, I was on the phone with her last week, and she said, you know, we just, there's some things we just didn't understand. We, there's just no way to know till you do. It's like, if I want to learn a plane, I can read about, uh, uh, if I want to drive a uh, fly a plane, I can read about flying a plane. I can get in there with the pilot while flying the plane. But until I sit in that seat and fly that plane and feel what it feels like, I don't understand. And so that's why it's so important to ask God to give us um, compassion and give us the heart. Help. That's what David, that's what Jonathan did with David. Yes. That's why God blessed David. You think about uh, Jonathan's household, how David, because Jonathan had David's heart. And I'm, we must ask Holy Spirit in the houses that we've been set in, mine celebration of life with Pastor Tonsi, Lord, Help me to understand their heart yes. and help me to serve their heart because that's when I can truly pastor from the middle effectively. Uh, and the responsibility of pastoring from the middle is pretty intense. Talk to us about that responsibility. Well, uh, I want us all to understand that I have to remind myself over and over all the time that uh, our number one mission in pastoring from the, from the middle is submission. 
Right. The number one mission is submission. It's not about anybody's agenda, but it's submitting to leadership and teaching our people the joy and the security of submitting. I remember when we first started here, well, we was here for a few months, and like we were having some kind of a banquet there, and I have a, a gift of, that I don't have to use very often anymore, thank you, Jesus, but in, 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 or, in organizing meals and things, and I'd already set up a sanctuary, you know, just where we could, uh, people could come through the line real quick, and, and I came in later on, and, and it's all messed up, you know, rearranged, and I was really ticked off, and so I said, uh, this is just bothering me, you know, really irritated me, you know, so I thought, I'm calling Pastor Kelly, so I called Pastor Kelly, and I was trying to be nice, and I guess I was pretty nice, and she said, uh, well, I told another lady that she could do that, and I, I said, oh, okay, but I sat on the table there, and I was kind of rubbing the rub the wrong way, you know, that I realized my number one mission was submission. So whenever I submitted and they let nobody know but Jesus and me that I was really upset, it, it all worked out beautiful. And the, ladies, the lady that needed the encouragement got the encouragement, and, and I really passed the test, believe it or not. So I was thankful for that. But our number one mission is submission, and that, that's a beautiful place to be in. And um, so the purpose, of, another purpose of pastoring from the middle is to help e- equip the saints for ministry. Absolutely. Our, our part is to constantly equip one another, but as pastoring from the middle, we equip the people. We love them, but we equip them with tools that will help them fulfill uh, the vision of the house and what God's called them to do. We, we, uh, the Apostle Paul called us saints in Ephesians chapter 4, the equipping of the saints for ministry. Wow. And ministry means to serve. So we are equipping people more to learn how to serve, how to honor, and how to bless, and how to build as, a, as pastors from the middle. And a saint is someone that people see Jesus through. That's exactly so we, right. So we pray continually that our pastoring from the middle causes people to see Jesus through all of us, and we're thankful to do so. It is amazing the impact that a pastor from the middle has on the congregation. And you may feel sometimes, well, you know, I just... I just lead a Sunday school class, or I just lead a C group, or a cell group, or I'm just an usher, or I, you know, I oversee bringing meals, and I have a small team. Well, not only are you providing such a blessing to that local house, but here's what the here's the beauty part is when I pastor from the middle, and I am involved with three or four people's lives, or maybe ten or fifteen people's lives, I am not only blessing the house by providing whatever the house needs but i'm in an opportunity to minister to those five to 15 to 20 to 25 people whoever they happen to be and to make an, a deposit into their life um everybody's a leader everybody has some Amen. sphere of influence Amen. some have very large spheres some have very small spheres but you think about there the power of influence. Think about the men and women that have changed our society in a lot of different arenas, but somebody influenced them. Somebody spoke into their life. You think, you think about the preachers and the men and women of God that have, that God has used to bring massive revival. Many times it was one man, one obscure man that poured into that person's life or one little mother that threw a coat over her head and prayed for her kid every day that maybe I hear stories about the Wesley brothers and how influenced they were by their mother 
who was their Bible teacher, who was their pastor from the middle. In fact, she was a preacher and she would go out and preach and she preached to, you know, small amounts of people. But those small amounts of people went and then changed the then known world. So don't ever get discouraged about the number of people that you're pastoring. Uh, For many years, my pulpit was my kitchen stove and my kitchen table and my parishioners were my four kids. And they're the ones that heard my Bible stories and they're the ones that heard my messages and they're the ones that I talked to about Jesus because that was the place I was in at that time of my life. But, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place. And the Bible says to despise not small beginnings. And um, so I really want to be faithful. This has really encouraged me, Miss Linda, because I want to be faithful from pastoring from the middle. I want to be faithful with what God gives me. If, if the only people that I ever get to influence are just the people in celebration of life. I want to do the very best that I can do. I want to serve Pastor Todd and Cindy in a way that's honorable before the Lord. I want to serve the Lord first and foremost in a way that brings honor to him. And I want to serve the people around me. Uh, so, you know, Pastor Kelly, one of the, we hear say this in, in celebration of life, we are developing a powerful culture of honor. Yes. And uh, one of the main responsibilities, of course, is the mission and unity in pastoring from the middle, but it is to honor Jesus. Yes. And to teach the people, by your example, how to honor him. Yes. Because the Bible says in Matthew and Mark that Jesus could do no great miracles among the people because they dishonored him. Wow. wow. And their dishonor brought unbelief. And so, therefore, he could do no great works. But when we honor him, we honor him by honoring our pastors, and then we honor one another, and we celebrate each other. Right. And so the responsibility of that to point the people to Jesus and to the vision of the house and teach them by example how to honor and how to love. We cannot stop the miracles of God from flowing into our life and through our life and into our church. Well, where there is unity, there's a commanded blessing. Yes. And honor, first of all, it blesses the Holy Spirit. It blesses God because God is all about honor. And then it blesses everybody we come in contact with. And like you said, developing a culture of honor and pastoring from the middle, when we take, when you, when you pastor without honor, whether you're at the top, you're at the middle, it, 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 it's going to bring confusion. But when you, when anything we do, pastoring from the middle, you know, a senior pastor, middle pastor, or maybe you just you you just gotten your first little bit of responsibility in a church, or maybe you're picking up trash. I don't know. Anything we do, if we do it with honor and respect of each other, uh, and we respect the holy, like you said, the Lord first, and then each other, we bring a commanded blessing. And here's the beautiful part: we not only bring a commanded blessing on the house, but we bring a commanded blessing on our families. And, and it's a trickle-down, you've heard of trickle-down economics? <laughs> well, that works, in the, that works with the Holy Spirit, too. When I bring honor to you, Miss Linda, or I bring honor to Minerva, who helps me and is an amazing assistant, or anyone here that is helping uh, in any capacity, when I show honor, I show honor to the Holy Spirit. And Pastor from the Middle is a, such a powerful powerful part. I was talking to the staff today. We had a, a little staff meeting. We were talking about we're reading this book called uh, uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water, which is a great leadership book. But 
the very first part of that book, uh, they're talking about this man who was an amazing builder and he had built all these beautiful homes and he was coming to the end of his tenure and he was ready to retire. And that he was such an amazing builder that, you know, he was just a perfectionist, amazing at architecture, amazing at design, amazing, the best products, the best wood, the best everything. You know, he was the guy, he was the go-to guy. Well, it the, comes time for him to retire, and he goes to his boss, and he says, you know, I'm ready to retire. And his boss says, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad we've loved you. You've served us well, but I've got one more request. And he said, sure. He said, would, would you build one last house for me? And, and he was really aggravated, and he yeah. didn't want to do it. But he, he went, said, went and talked to his wife. He gave in. But on this house, he, he didn't take, he was aggravated. He, he, he let something get in his heart. And so he didn't take his time. He didn't, he didn't use the expert. He wasn't as nitpicky about how everything was done. He just did, he just kind of did a half job and got it done and went there and said, okay, I've done what you've asked me to do. I'm ready to go. And the man opened the drawer and handed him a key and said, you know, we love you. We thank you for your service. And by the way, here's the key to your house. Wow. And well, you know that's a it's that that's so profound. Yes, it is. And many, you know, we we forget that when we're serving someone else's vision, yeah. we're building our own house. That's true. We're preparing our way for what God has for us. And how I serve is how I'm going to be served. Yes. And how I love is how because the law, of the harvest, it really it yes. flows in every area of our life. So if I'm quick to repent. I receive forgiveness. If I forgive others, God forgives me. If I'm if I do a job with excellence, I'm I'm building my own house. I may think I'm building it for somebody else, but really I'm building my own character. And that pastoring from the middle is where your character is built. And it's exciting to know that even in the areas that we think are not that important, I was I can remember being 16 years old at the little Pentecostal church. And I had the responsibility of coming in and cleaning the toilets and wiping off the pews. I I think back to those days and I cry because I, I never, I never felt bad about cleaning the toilets. I never re I never resented my pastor that I was wiping off the pews. I always enjoyed doing whatever he asked me to do. I remember him asking Cindy and I to lead a prayer meeting Every day at at noon, from to come in from school and have a prayer meeting, and we'd come in and have prayer meeting, and people would join us. I never one time thought this is too hard. Mm-hmm. I, I probably thought more of that later in life than I ever did in my younger days. So I do know that there is such a blessing when we're building and we're building someone else's vision. And we are pastoring from the middle. That is truly where our character is going to be formed and God is going to use us if we'll just submit to the process. Yes. And if you take, uh, and just, just like our church, we have uh, all the different leaders. You have uh, servant leaders in, in the children's ministry, the praise and worship team, and then uh, the other areas. And we all, the leader gets a revelation like we have of pastoring from the middle. Then we're honoring people. We're honoring the leadership. We're celebrating one another. Right. You know, I've jumped behind. I've jumped out from behind the door in the front of the church and see somebody coming in and holler at him. I celebrate you, and people get so excited because yes. you're honoring. You know, but of course, along the way, we we teach the word of God to them. That's just kind of a byproduct. But to honor people, 
to serve people and to celebrate them and bless and build and bring unity in the house is what pastoring from the middle is all about. And the rewards are without limits. That is so true. You know, I, I realize that sometimes on Sunday morning, I, I tend to run around and hug people's necks and love on people. And, and I realize that just by people's reactions, sometimes people go all week and they've never been touched. Mm-hmm. They've never had someone put their arm around them and tell them, I love you. You look pre- beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, a, a word of encouragement. And really, we're called to build up more than we are anything else. I want to take a few minutes, and we're going to uh, take a little break, and we're going to listen to a song by Hillary Scott called Thy Will Be Done, one, a very beautiful song. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to come back and talk more with Miss Linda. I'm so confused. I know I heard you loud and clear, so I followed through. Somehow I ended up here. I don't want to think I may never understand that my broken heart is a part of your plan. When I try to pray, all I got is her and these
I'm so excited about having Miss Linda with me. We've been talking about the subject called pastoring from the middle. I told her earlier that she needs to write a book about this subject because really it's servant leadership and we're all influencers. We're all, especially if you're in the body of Christ and you're serving God in a local church and you're having any, you've got any kind of responsibility, you're pastoring from the middle. And uh, not only does she know a lot about this topic and she can, should write, she should write a book about this, but she's lived this out in front of me and Pastor Todd and Cindy so beautifully and living it out in front of you know, a hundred plus servant leaders every week on how to serve in a local house, how to serve God first and foremost, how to serve the senior pastors and the vision that God has put into their heart and how to translate that into pastoring from the middle, pastoring the local house, teaching them how to serve God, do what God's called them to do, but do it under the confines and the blessing and the leadership of the pastor. And that's a real gift. And, um, so we've been talking about this on the program. Now I want to touch on a couple of subjects. Miss Linda, if you'll explain to us the dangers of pastoring from the middle. Okay. Uh, I first would just like to uh, go back and regress just a moment on the purpose from pastoring from the middle. Okay. It's because the Bible says to honor God in the kingdom of God. He said he sets the people in his body as he pleases him. It says we're all lively stones put together to build the kingdom of God. Right. And no man can can take care of all the people. So God put in the fivefold gift ministry to equip the people and to serve the people of God. So that's uh, one of the, another purpose of why that we serve and uh, have purpose for serving or for pastoring from the middle is to, is to uh, equip the people along with the, the senior pastors to fulfill the kingdom of God. But uh, sometimes in, in serving... And in any particular area of leadership, there are also dangers. Sure. And whenever you, like myself, I've carried this in my heart all my life to pastor. Yes. Even though I've done it for many, many years. But whenever God gave me revelation that that I was really a pastor, sure. but I was pastoring from the middle, it changed my life. Yes. And then when you realize that you, it's such a safe place because you come in and you serve under and undergird but you are so fulfilled. Sure. But some of the dangers of it is that whenever you're given a group of people that you are pastoring, even though it's pastoring from the middle, then their accolades to you, sometimes their praise to you, uh, they're patting you on the back and they're loving you and they're telling you what a great job you did, whether you did or not, they think you did. So, so yeah. it does encourage you, but sometimes... If you're not careful, the danger is then you begin to look at yourself as really greater than what you are because we're all servants. Right. But then you think, oh wow, you know, I really, you know, I could really, I could really do this pastor thing. Right. You know, and and totally pervert your thinking and get get a, a division come in your heart. Right. Where that you don't continue to look at the overall past vision of the house as what you're really a part of. But now, first thing you know, you're beginning to build a church within a church, and that is a real danger. Therefore, you take allegiance and honor that belongs to the pastors or to the uh, geographical location of the vision for the house, and you begin to take it into you, and you become what God did not call you to be. So that is a, that is a, that is a real danger. And the applause of men, the greatest test of the human heart is not failure, but is success. I believe that. And so the same way in serving the body of Christ, 
when people begin to give you accolades and give you praise, and then they come to you with their little innuendos concerning leadership or what how things are going, then you have to really be careful that you bring them back to unity, to honor, and to blessing, and to build what God is already establishing there, that you don't get uh, sidetracked in, in thinking of things different about what than what God ordained from the pastors, the senior pastors. Yeah, because there God. is... There is no perfect senior pastor. No. And sometimes people will come to you and they may come to you with something that's very true or legitimate. Mm -hmm. But how you handle that and how you disarm that yes. and how you lead them back to a place of unity is really what God is looking at in all of us. Yes. You know, um, somebody may come to you and say, you know, Pastor Callie, um, and I can use me for an example because I don't care, yeah. you know. <laughs> but they may come to you and say, Pastor Callie uh, is disorganized, mm -hmm. and you know, and which I am disorganized, and and she really sh shouldn't lead this. We need we need to get somebody else to do this or somebody, you know, and 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 the right response would be, you know what. Pastor Kelly will tell you herself she's not organized. Why don't we see if we can't help her? Right. But let's don't ever be negative. Let's see if we can't help Pastor Kelly. And and why don't you try to go help her with that? Because you are so organized. See, there's a way to do that. Or you can say, yeah, that Pastor Kelly's so disorganized. She don't even need to be doing anything yeah. because she's just so disorganized. There's two ways to approach that. And every one of us at leaders have as leaders no matter where we are on the totem pole, have strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. And so God is calling us to bring unity and support. And many times the things that you see that are a weakness, you're called to help with. Right. You see the need, do the deed. Yeah, that's exactly. I heard you say a lot of people are warm by your fire, but they don't want to help build your fire. And so we've got to ask God to help us not just be warmers by the fire and not just be critics, but literally be so, because many times the, the problem I see is the solution I'm called to. True. And if I, instead of being negative and critical, let me come back and say, okay, Pastor Callie, I would love to help you with such and such and such. Cause I know that, you know, this is my gifting and you're so, you know, Pastor Callie's got her own strengths and her yeah, own weaknesses. Absolutely. So as pastors from the middle, if we can learn that, what you're talking about mm -hmm. honoring and not building a kingdom. That's what Absalom did. Yes, he did. He used the notoriety of his father, and he built his own army mm -hmm. within an army. He built his own kingdom within a kingdom, and we know how yeah. that ended. He ended up dead yes. because he dishonored God. His daddy didn't have the strength to stop him because he loved him so much, mm -hmm. but at some point, God stopped him. I don't want to ever be known as an Absalom. I don't ever want to build a kingdom in a kingdom. Uh, I've never said under any pastor that was perfect. No. Well, you know, uh, whenever we are leader pastoring from the middle, whenever we realize uh, a lot of churches have been divided and torn apart because we haven't realized that we're pastor from the middle. Right. We just know a lot of times we're called, that we're called, we have this great call within our heart. Right. And we've never heard this term before. That's why I love using it because it sets people free. Yes. That you realize, that, hey, I am a pastor. And in the areas of where that you are leading, you're a pastor over, the, over those people. You are fulfilling the call of God that's been stirring in your heart for years. 
but God's blessed you that you have uh, people over you and you submit to that and you move forward together. And in the process, you are fulfilled. Absolutely. You are fulfilled. And I think the greatest trap is, is thinking that, and this is where we all have to work is thinking that our way is the only way to do something and not surrendering and being submissive. And there are some people that that's easier for than others. Yes. Really t- uh, big personalities, strong-willed people have trouble with that word called submission. Mm-hmm. And that's where we really have to depend on the Holy Spirit. But I can tell you that in the times of my life where, you know, and I've been under Pastor Todd and Cindy, which is my sister and brother-in-law for many years now. They're some of the best pastors in the whole Amen. world. But there have been times that I didn't agree with them. Mm-hmm. And there have been times that I disagreed with their maybe their method or their thought on something they've always a character that always loved jesus but you're not going to agree with somebody 100 percent. but i can honestly say before the lord i never pulled one person aside and said i don't agree with pastor Todd right i don't i wouldn't have called you linda and said i don't agree with them mm-hmm. i just trusted and that god knew what he was doing and i can say this 99 percent of the time they were right and I was wrong yeah. because they, you know, for whatever reason, God showed them the way. I couldn't see clear at that point. For whatever reason, my vision wasn't right. And the one or two times I was right, it, it didn't matter. It, was, it wasn't a hill worth dying on. Right. So if we can learn that submission thing, then when God does catapult us, and sometimes we may pastor for in the middle of the rest of our lives, Absolutely. and there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. A calling. That's an amazing calling. That's an amazing calling. But whether we're leading a large group of people or a very small group of people or whether we at some point, many times God puts pastors in the middle into senior pastorships at some point. And I really believe God looks at how you do that on a lower level. You know, how did I manage the one talent? How did I manage the five talents? We all want the we all want the 25 talents. We want the 30 talents. But how did I manage the little talents? How did I manage my heart? How did I manage my ego? How did I manage my my personal life? How did I manage my thoughts about my pastor? How did I handle conflict? How did I speak about them in the quiet places where nobody in the in the in the in the in the, in the dark when nobody was listening? Well, you know, Pastor uh, Callie, um, when Moses was leading the people of Israel and they were in battle, and Moses got so tired he could not stand, yes. and they were beginning to lose the battle because their pastor did not have the strength to stand before them and extend his arms. It was pastors from the middle called wow. Aaron and her that held his arms Woo! up. And because they pastored from the middle, the other people, they raised, as they raised his arms then they won, they won the battle. Yes. But they, if they ever let, let, let his arms down, then they begin to lose again. And the pastors from the middle raised the pastor, senior pastor's yes. arms up so that the battle could be won. So it was a, it's a tremendous place of honor, tremendous place of responsibility, a tremendous place of fulfillment as long as we serve uh, with, no, with no hidden agenda. And I, I want to just pray uh, for the person out there that's listening that you have a pastor's heart, and we're giving revelatory understanding to you today that you're called a pastor from the middle, but you've held things in your heart and you've said things against uh, pastors because you didn't really understand. 
I, I want to set you free today. I pray for you in the name of Jesus the Christ that you would be free to your calling to uh, pastor from the middle and yes. be totally fulfilled uh, because your, your heart is after God. But you need to learn submission. And the more that you learn submission, the more you submit, the more you realize what a beautiful place of security that it is. It and is. so I just pray for you in the name of Jesus that he would set you free in that area. That is so awesome. Jesus, I just thank you that you're going to help us, and I'm using the word us, be more submissive to yes, you Jesus. and to the people that you've put in our lives than we've ever been before. Yes, and Lord, we're not, we're not going to be sitting down on the outside and standing up on the inside. But we're really going to truly have submitted hearts to your kingdom because it is such a safe place. And I just thank you, Lord, for the pastors that are pastoring from the, from the people that are listening today that are already pastoring from the middle or that are getting ready to step into a pastoring from the middle position that you're going to give them such a heart and such a desire to do an amazing job for you, Jesus, because we really were working for you. I may, I may get, I may be working for celebration of life, but Lord, I am working for you. Uh, Miss Linda may be working for celebration of life or, or ministering or volunteering her time for celebration of life, but she is serving you. And so father bring our, um, heighten our awareness to the, the beauty of where we've been placed and yes, the power Lord. of what you've called us to do. Yes, and I just Lord. pray, God, that you encourage every man, woman, and child that's listening today. I thank you for the honor to pastor from the middle. I thank you, God, that you're growing us in our giftings. You're growing us in our leadership. You're growing us in our ability to handle problems. You're growing us in the ability yes, to spread and encourage the pastor's a vision, God, that has been downloaded by your spirit. I thank you, God, for what you're doing. We're going to break here for a minute and uh, for a beautiful song, and then we're going to come back and pray for you one more time and talk to you a little bit about what's going on with Warrior Chicks and with uh, the different things that we've got coming up.
Before we close this program out, I wanted to have Miss Linda just give a quick summary about pastoring from the middle, if you would, real quickly, Miss Linda. Okay, thank you, Pastor Kelly, and once again, thank you for the opportunity to share today. I would just like to uh, uh, run through a few little questions here. To uh, each of us can take our own self-survey or uh, look inward and see how, if we're pastoring from the middle with a hidden agenda or with a purity of heart. But just ask yourself, am I pastoring from the middle with no hidden agenda, which produces the results in my life, the security of submission, peace, unity, joy? Wow. Pastoring from the middle with the hidden agenda produces these results in my life, jealousy, bitterness, resentfulness, and division and strife. Wow. Pastoring from the middle without honor produces dishonor, which produces discard. Pastoring from the middle with honor reproduces honor, unity, blessing, favor, and power. Wow. What am I passionate about? What I'm passionate about will produce the energy within my life to do it. We must ask ourselves, am I low-maintenance pastor from the middle or high-maintenance? Do I respect boundaries or do I see boundaries as restricting me? <laughs> uh, do I always have to have the senior pastor's attention? Do I have to tell the pastor every little detail of what I am doing to get their say-so? because I'm not secure within myself, because I, I have a hidden agenda of wanting applause. Uh, am I offended when I do not get their full attention? If I am, then I'm probably pastoring from the middle with some hidden agenda, and I must repent. Do I pastor from the middle with singleness of vision with my pastor's heart? Is my lifestyle such that my pastor will know they can trust me completely with the gift that they have allowed me to operate in? So am I pastor from the middle when I look at my pastors as Moses, as Moses did when he looked over at Aaron and, and her that they are raising my arms up and we are going to win this battle because they're pastoring from the middle with me. Praise God. Lord, I just thank you for the many people that are listening today and I pray, God, that we pastor from the middle in a way that brings great honor to yes, you yes. and great honor to those that we're serving. I pray blessing on all the BPN radio listeners today. I pray blessing over this network. I declare the blessing of the Lord over everyone that was listening today. I pray, God, that our hearts are turned toward you. And, Lord, I repent for any time that I didn't pastor in a way that brought unity and, and praise and worship and honor to your name. And I ask you, God, to help us to pastor from the middle in a way that brings you glory and brings our pastor's honor in Jesus' name. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you next week. For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.